Three daily habits to build a strong romantic relationship. Now, when we think of romantic relationships, we often envision candlelit dinners, sweet surprises, and cozy movie nights. But beyond the romance lies the foundation of any relationship. Now, let's dive into these now. So I'm Brody Boyd with Magnetize Your Man, and as a love coach for over 13 years, here's what I've seen. Now, number one is personal growth. Now, personal growth means focusing on bettering yourself each day, learning from experiences, and being open to change. It's about understanding that a better version of you can bring so much more to the relationship. Now, imagine being in a relationship where both partners are constantly evolving and improving. It's like two plants growing side by side, each reaching new heights and supporting each other. Now, when both partners commit to personal growth, it creates a dynamic where both individuals are evolving, adapting, and bringing fresh perspectives to the relationship. Now, this not only prevents stagnation, but also fosters mutual respect. After all, when you see your partner making efforts to grow, it inspires you to do the same. Now, three specific examples of this include, number one is continual learning. Now, this could mean reading a new book, taking up a hobby, or attending a workshop. By learning something new, you introduce fresh topics to chat about and to bond over. Number two is embracing feedback. Instead of shying away from criticism or feedback from your partner, see it as a chance to improve. Now, it shows you're willing to change for the betterment of the relationship. And number three is setting personal goals. Whether it's a fitness goal, a career ambition, or a personal project, Sharing and supporting each other in your personal goals makes you both invested in each other's growth. Now, the mentor of Tony Robbins and personal development guru Jim Rohn said, the swiftest way to triple your success is to double your investment in personal development. Now, this captures the essence of personal growth. By investing in ourselves, we not only enhance our individual lives, but also amplify the quality of our relationships. Now, a relationship where both both partners are growing is thrice as strong vibrant, and successful. Now, imagine a tandem bicycle where both riders need to pedal in sync for the bike to move smoothly. Now, if one rider stops pedaling or doesn't put in as much effort, the journey becomes challenging and both riders can feel the strain. In a relationship, personal growth is like pedaling that bike. Both partners need to grow and put in the effort so that their journey together is harmonious and fulfilling. Now, from a biological perspective, personal growth enhances an individual's adaptability. In the past, those who learned, adapted, and grew had a better chance of survival. Now, in terms of romantic relationships, personal growth ensures both partners adapt and evolve together, creating a bond that's resilient to challenges and to changes. Now, these two iconic French intellectuals and writers of the 20th century, uh, John Sartre and his wife, shared a non-traditional yet deeply connected relationship. Now, while they maintained separate homes and never married, they engaged in a lifetime of intellectual discussions, challenging each other's ideas and philosophies. Now, both were at the forefront of existential philosophy and were deeply involved in the political and social issues of their time. Now, their relationship was built on a foundation of mutual respect, intellectual growth, and freedom. Now, this unique dynamic fueled by personal and shared growth allowed them to remain close confidence for over 50 years. Now, psychologically, personal growth fosters self-awareness, self-efficacy, and emotional intelligence. When individuals in a relationship prioritize these aspects, they can better understand, communicate, and cater to the needs and feelings of their partner, promoting a harmonious bond.
Now, a study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that when partners perceive each other as responsive, they feel more connected and in- intimate. Personal growth often involves becoming more responsive and understanding, which directly feeds into a stronger romantic bond. Now, in the Bible, Hebrews 10.24 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another towards love and good deeds. Now, this verse underscores the importance of mutual encouragement and growth. In the context of a romantic relationship, it shows us that couples should motivate each other towards personal growth and development, making the bond between them richer and deeper. Now, some might argue that too much focus on personal growth can lead to individualism, possibly because possibly making both partners drift apart. Now, they believe that couples should focus more on shared activities and interests. However, a counter to this argument is that personal growth doesn't mean growing apart. Instead, it's about growing as individuals so that you can bring a richer, more evolved self to the relationship. It's akin to two trees growing side by side, and as they grow, their roots intertwine deeper together, making their bond even stronger. Now, the second habit is shared goals. Now, shared goals are like little projects or ambitions that you both decide on together. Now, think of them as a team mission that both of you are excited about and want to achieve. It's about creating common dreams and then taking steps, big or small, every day to reach them. Now, having shared goals brings you closer. It's like having an inside joke that only the two of you understand. Now, you're not just lovers, you're teammates. Working towards these goals means celebrating victories together and picking each other up when things get a bit tough. Now, it keeps the relationship lively, purposeful, and deeply connected. Now, three examples of this could include Number one is traveling bucket list. Now, planning trips to to places that both of you want to explore. Maybe it's a weekend camping trip or the dream vacation in Japan. Each trip brings new stories and memories. Number two is financial milestones. Saving up for a mutual big purchase like a house or a car. And each time you both get set some money aside, you're building towards a shared future. Number three is learning together. Maybe it's cooking a new recipe every week or perhaps it's taking a dance class. Learning together means laughing at silly moments and silly mistakes and cherishing new skills. Now, Henry Ford once said, coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is a process. Working together is success. Now, this quote hits the nail on the head. Relationships start with that initial spark, but the real magic happens when you navigate life's adventures together. Working towards shared goals is like adding fuel to your relationship engine, driving you both towards success. Now think of your relationship as two streams originating from different sources, and as they flow independently, they have their own pace and challenges, but when they converge into a river with shared goals, their combined strength and direction not only create a powerful force, but also carve valleys and shape landscapes. Their union makes them unstoppable, and their journey, while intertwined, is much richer and more impactful. Now our ancestors had advantages in cooperation. In pairs or groups that collaborated, be it for hunting, gathering, or building, increase their challenges of survival. By setting shared goals, couples mimic the cooperative strategy, ensuring mutual support and increasing the likelihood of achieving a favorable outcome together, which historically meant a better chance of survival. Now, a historical example of this is Emperor Shah Jahan and Mumtaz Mahal. Their story is etched in the white marbles of the Taj Mahal. Shah Jahan and Mutmaz Mahal shared a deep love and common goal of governance, with Mutmaz often serving as Shah Jahan's chief consultant. Now, their shared ambition was to foster a peaceful, prosperous, and culturally rich empire. Even, as, even after Mutmaz's untimely death, 
Shah Jahan, monumental tribute to her, the Taj Mahal stands as a testament to their shared dreams and enduring love. Now, setting and working together shared goals can boost relationship satisfaction. Psychologically, achieving these goals fosters a sense of collective accomplishment. It reinforces the team dynamic, building trust, reinforcing commitment, and enhancing mutual appreciation. A study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that couples who set and achieve shared goals report higher relationship satisfaction and feel more connected to each other than those who don't. The Bible in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10 says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. Now, this scripture speaks to the power of collaboration and mutual support. In the context of shared goals, it underscores the idea that when two people work together, they can achieve more and help each other through challenges, strengthening their bond. Now, a counter argument to promoting shared goals in relationships is the notion that they might this, this might stifle individual growth, leading to dependency or loss of personal identity. Now, if couples are always setting mutual goals, one partner might compromise their dreams, leading to potential resentment or feelings of being overshadowed. However, in a balanced relationship, shared goals aren't about overshadowing individual aspirations, but rather complementing them. Shared objectives can coexist with personal ones, each enhancing the other, fostering both collective achievement and individual fulfillment. Now, while shared goals in a relationship can forge a powerful bond, there's also immense value in pursuing individual goals and interests. Embracing separate dreams shows each partner, allows each partner to maintain their unique identity, cultivate personal growth, and bring fresh perspectives and experiences into the relationship. Now, this balance between togetherness and individuality ensures that the relationship remains dynamic, allowing both partners to flourish both as a couple and as individuals. Now, the third habit is regular check-ins. So what's a check-in? Think of it as a mini heart-to-heart. It's taking a moment every day to ask your partner how they're feeling, what's on their mind, or if there's anything they want to share with you. It's like a quick temperature check to to see how things are going between the two of you. Now, life gets wild, right? Between work, friends, and binge-watching that new series, days can zoom by. And regular check-ins ensure that you're both on the same page. You know, that small concerns don't turn into big issues and that you're truly listening to each other. It's like giving your relationship a mini tune-up every day. Now, three specific examples of this include uh, morning ritual. Over breakfast or coffee, ask each other about plans for the day or any feelings about upcoming events. Number two is post-workout post-work wind-downs. So after, or you could do it after a workout. After a long day, sit together for a few minutes, share work stories, and simply vent if needed. It's all about reconnecting. And number three is bedtime recaps. Before hitting the hay, share one good thing about the day and one challenge. It wraps up the day with gratitude and understanding. Now, Stephen R. Covey, the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, said, The biggest communication problem is we do not listen to understand, we listen to reply. Now, this quote speaks directly to the heart of regular check-ins in relationships. It's not about waiting for your turn to speak or planning your response. It's about truly understanding your partner. When we pause and listen with the intent to understand during these check-ins, we foster a deeper, more authentic connection. Now, imagine your relationship is like a garden. Each conversation, each laugh, and even each challenge are like seeds and plants that you nurture. Now, regular check-ins, they're like watering your garden. Sure, it might mean it might rain occasionally and nature will play its part, 
but that daily sparkle ensures that sprinkle ensures that everything stays green and blooming even on the sunniest days. Now, throughout history, our ancestors have survived and thrived by forming close-knit communities and relationships. And the act of checking in is rooted in our evolutionary needs to form bonds, ensure safety, and foster community cohesion. In primal groups, communication wasn't just about information, but it was more ensuring members were safe, understood, and integrated, facilitating group survival. Now, one can think of the fireside chats President Franklin D. Roosevelt had with the American public during trying times. Though not a romantic relationship, it shows the power of regular check-ins on a larger scale. Roosevelt regularly updated citizens, ensuring that they felt involved, heard, and connected, even in the face of national challenges. Now, from a psychological standpoint, regular check-ins cater to our inherent need for validation and understanding. When partners engage in these exchanges, it validates feelings, assures emotional safety, and promotes a sense of belonging and security in the relationship. Now, a study published in the Journal of Family Psychology revealed that couples who engage in frequent open communication tend to have higher relationship satisfaction. And notably, these couples were better at resolving conflicts and felt more secure and validated in their partnerships. Now, the Bible in Ecclesiastes 4.12 says that, and if one says, and if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. Now, this scripture beautifully captures the strength found in unity and partnership, while the cord of three strands often refers to the bond between two people and God in a martial marital context. Now, its broader implications emphasizes the resilience of connections fortified by regular communication and understanding. Just as individual strands become stronger when intertwined, a relationship deepens and becomes more resilient with consistent check-ins and mutual support. Now, a common counter-argument argument to regular check-ins is that they might make interactions feel overly structured or scheduled, potentially draining the spontaneity and natural flow of communication in a relationship. Instead of organic conversations, partners might feel obligated to discuss things even when they're not in the mood, leading to forced and inauthentic interactions. However, this argument misses the essence of check-ins. They aren't about rigidity, but are tools to foster genuine connection and understanding. Now, done right, they complement spontaneous interactions rather than replacing them, ensuring both partners feel heard and valued consistently. Now, on the flip side, there's value in giving each other space. Every relationship benefits from moments of independence where individuals can reflect, grow, and experience things on their own. And this balance between regular check-ins and moments of independence ensures that the relationship stays fresh, dynamic, and allows partners to bring their new experiences to the table. Now, regular check-ins, like a gentle heartbeat, gives the rhythm of a relationship alive, keeps it alive and healthy. But just as the heart needs moments of rest between beats, a relationship benefits the most from quiet moments. Find your rhythm, cherish the check-ins, and remember, it's all about understanding, growth, and balance. Now, next, if you like to discover a free 30-second trick to get any man to desire you for a long-term, loving, and committed relationship, then go to getlovesecret.com or subscribe and click the link in the description or comments below this training to get that now, and I'll see you there.